everybody. I'm Keith Schaefer from investingwhisperer.com. So last week at the MIF presentation in October, one of the guests I had was Jonathan Buick, CEO of Idaho Champion. And I wanted to have Jonathan on with us uh, at, at that MIF because they're drilling very actively right now. They've got three rigs running in Idaho, uh, both on big gold plays that I think can have pretty massive potential. So um, here we are in, in what's called the backstage interview, which is just like us being in a green room uh, at a regular conference, just having a chat. And so it's by definition very casual. And so Jonathan, just uh, what, what I think investors want to hear is like, we all know what the high risk exploration th this is, but really, uh, uh, let's, let's talk about what the company looks like two years from now on each of these projects, if all goes according to Hoyle and we hit what we're hoping to hit and, and talk a little bit about the mini milestones. And I know we've only got about four and a half minutes per property for the, for the two of them, but why don't we start with, with Boehner because you say you know that one uh, a little bit better, whereas Champagne's a little more blue sky. So why don't we, we start there? Sure. And thanks again for having me again, Keith. Uh, so at Boehner, we made our discovery program in 2018. Uh, so the question before we started drilling was, is there gold there? Well, we answered that question in 2018. We went 19 for 19. We have a discovery zone 500 meters north-south by 200 meters east-west. We now have the permit in hand. We're moving to the north. We have 2.7 kilometers of strike. So where are we two years from now? We've continued to expand that discovery zone. The question now is not, is there gold? It's now how much is there? I would think in two years. We'll have drilled another 15,000 meters. And if we haven't hit a million ounces in some sort of resource, I'd be shocked. But that's the uh, blue, blue, the arm waving aspect. So my job what, what, what kind of style deposit? What kind of rough grade are we looking at? Sure. Uh, oxide, within the top 125 meters, we're in oxide. So we're all, all our, 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 our zones of, of gold have been oxide, in the oxide. So it'd be pretty straightforward. We've done some uh, bulk sample on the first phase of. Uh, we did a MET sample on that and doing next recoveries. We're going to continue to send in more, more MET or more, more bulk samples for MET work as we go. Uh, grade, you know, multi-gram uh, across good intervals. You know, we had 5.86 grams across just under 13 meters. You know, 8.66 grams across just under seven meters. You know, so so really that nice. high a grade, you can't really heat leach that, or can you? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, you're, I mean, you're you're seeing open pit oxide deposit decisions at 0.6 grams. And our, our average grade is multiples of that. So we're, we're, we're uh, def, definitely can, uh, you know, there's going to be high grade zones. There are also going to be some lower grade zones, but uh, certainly, certainly heat leachable. Are there other heat leach assets producing in Idaho now? Uh, Champagne's past producing heat leach. Revival Gold's Bear Tracks past producing heat leach. Liberty Gold is a former heat leach. Uh, Delamar Integris is a heat leach. Uh, so there's, there's lot, lots of examples uh, throughout the state. You got a bunch up in the Silver Valley as well. Uh, near Coeur d'Alene, so not not unprecedented. So, um, all right. So again, we're we're talking about perfect world. This is blue sky territory. We're talking. So you're you're hoping to have at least a million ounces in the oxide cap, uh, multigrams, uh, and topography there. Uh, not too bad. Uh, it's pretty rugged terrain. You know, you're looking at between six and nine degree elevation changes, uh, but certainly manageable. Uh, you know, we've got uh, the Friday deposit by Endomines is five miles south. That's they just announced commercial production inside Idaho's newest gold mine. It's five miles south, which tells me if we can prove up the ounces at Banner, permitting is possible. Uh, as an investor, that's certainly a risk you always worry about too. What? Um, so, all right. So, just let's talk. We talked about what, what's going to happen two years out if, if we're all good. The, the 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 mini milestones that investors can expect over the next six months out of that property would be what? 
as early as next week, you're going to see drill holes coming out of the out of the lab. So we'll start to bring out the, the so we did it underway in a 3000 meter program currently uh, core rig. Uh, we should start to see drill results uh, starting next week right through. So that would be, the, be the third week of October. Yes, correct. Yeah. And so we'll, through this fall and into the winter, we'll see those drill results come to come to market. Uh, we will be submitting and resubmitting our next drill permit application to allow us to get back in and continue to drill next year. Uh, we've, we've increased our land package at, at Banner as well. Uh, we just added 12 more claims. We've got a soil geochem program that's just finished up. That'll be new information that'll be relevant for the geologic team, but also uh, and new information for the market uh, and our investors. Uh, so Banner will continue to, 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 to give us news, even though the drill won't be turning through the winter. You know, we'll, we'll get back in the field there late May once we've had spring breakup. They usually get between four to six feet of snow there. So it becomes more expensive to drill through the winter. So we won't drill, we'll finish drilling there middle of November. Uh, and, then, uh, and then look to have two rigs there next year. We want to have so, somebody. Go ahead. Go ahead. And so what, just before we move over to Champagne. So um, is there anything under this, the oxides, are the sulfides going to be mineralized? Is that something you're going to target down the road or even sooner? Or? We're, we're drilling through the sulfides right now, looking, looking to see if we're, we're this, we're, we can make some, we had a couple of sniffs in the sulfides in 2018. So we're hoping to see some sulfide, uh, some ounces come out of the sulfides. We think in terms of the structure, what we're looking at in terms of the, when we look at the IP and the, and the, and the soils, we haven't touched that, that, uh, that cherry on the Sunday yet, but we, we we're confident that it's there. Uh, it probably, based on what we're looking at geologically, it'll actually probably be to the Southern part of our property. Uh, from where we're drilling to the North, we're chasing the oxides right now because those are our ounces we know we can expand on and, and quickly, but certainly the sulfide opportunity is there and it's, uh, it could be a big one. Okay, so let's, uh, in the short time we got left, let's, let's move over to Champagne. Past producing mine at BEMA uh, years and years and years ago, you say there's lots of stuff there that they just didn't have the funding and, and the gold price to warrant chasing. You want to give us a little bit of idea on what you see as the, the big upside there in the sure. three and a half minutes we got left? Sure. So they, they never drilled below 100 meters. They went quickly into production. They produced for three years, and then they were dealing in a sub two hundred fifty dollars gold price, four dollars silver price. So a really tough horizon. As a, one of the geos, I talked to four of the team from when they had it in production. They said, "Yo, we were shoestring budget. Like we were not allowed to do any type of regional work." So what we've done is we we are drilling a five thousand meter program right now. We've got an RC rig turning. We've got a core rig turning. We we're probably going to bring over a second core rig. Uh, we can work there twelve months a year. Uh, we think there's a, a, a huge opportunity at depth. We think we're sitting on a porphyry structure. Uh, so we have an oxide cap opportunity that's immediate, that can grow quickly. But at depth, we think there's a, a lot of stuff happening in terms of the, the structures and faults that tell us, that indicate that there's, there's, there's something happening at depth that we need to pursue. So we're drilling 500 meter holes from the bottom of the pit and south of the pit, chasing what is called the Moran Tunnel. That was a tunnel that was put in the 20s, 125 meters below the pit depth. They had a zinc zone, a copper zone, an iron zone, a bismuth zone. Uh, we think that we have the opportunity to touch an ore body, if not this program next year. But we think in terms of the 10 square miles we have, we have an opportunity for multiple discoveries. So when you ask the original question, what, what happened, where are we two years from now? In addition to what we think will be at least a million ounces at Banner, we think at Champagne will, will have shown an oxide cap that's immediately mineable, but also have made at least one, if not two discoveries within our land package. 
So immediately mineable, like certainly because it's a past producer, uh, lots of infrastructure in the area, tons of mines uh, in Idaho, you wouldn't need a million ounces. You, even if you had three, 400,000 ounces, uh, you, you could start the heat leach on that. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, certainly, I mean, if, so we had a hole in the historic data that we bought the data off of Kinross in March of this year. There's a historical 115 meters south of the pit that just showed that there was a halo effect. That was 1.9 grams gold and, a, and seven, I think it was 79 grams silver. That was a 44 meter interval outside the pit. We're drilling a twin hole there now. If we see numbers that are like that, we're going to come back step south 50 meters, east 50 meters. Just based on the surface geology, the expressions of the, at, at surface are very similar to what we're seeing where that drill hole was. And if that's the case, we immediately have an oxide cap that we're going to go after. Uh, and then there's another halo to the north that shows that around the, the entirety of the pit, uh, the, the halo effect of the ounces that were left intact that, that were never mined when BEMA had it in production. So there is an oxide opportunity immediate uh, that we'll be drilling, but also we're going to be uh, looking at depth to see what's going on and, and uh, across the land package, the bigger land package. Now, do you have any other gold companies owning the stock right now? Like when you think about who could take you guys out if you have a big deposit, who could monetize uh, shareholder value there? Like, uh, what, uh, are there any other mining companies in the stock right now? And uh, who would you think this would be a great fit for? We've got a couple of executives from other mining companies, gold mining companies that own the stock. <laughs> they, 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 as corporates don't own the stock. We, it's funny when we, when, once we got the data from Kinross, we had a half dozen mid-tier and large cap gold companies approach trying to figure out how they could do something. Well, the good news is as a management team, we control the company. We've got real skin in the game. So they, they couldn't take a run at us. And I said to all of them, I said, look, we're going to raise money ourselves and we're going to drill it. And if we get the results, we expect come back in a year. Then Joe, buy 19, come back and buy 19.9 at that point. Yep. There you go. We're, we're out of time here, but thank oh, you for that. Okay. God bless you. And we'll chat again soon. Looking forward to it, Keith. Thank you for having me.